LAS. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Hey y'all, Alan here. We're so excited to share this next leg of our journey with you. If you want to keep up with all things Myria, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Myths of Myria. If you enjoy the show, consider sharing it with your friends, or if you have time, reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to us is a great way to show your support. If you want to show us even more support, though, head on over to lesmediagroup.com and sign up for LES Plus, which comes with a whole mess of bonus content, ad-free episodes, post-show wrap-ups, and more. Thank you so much again for sharing the precious pieces of your time with us. And without further ado, welcome to Miria. the deep, dark depths in a podcast studio located in the heart of Cedar Rapids. There were two nerds sitting in a room, sweating profusely, talking about video games. And they were... Me, Craig Johnson. And me, Jackson Parker. And we are so excited to welcome you to our brand new video game podcast, Gaming Through the Generations. Locally produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network, every other Thursday, we'll take one game and deep dive into the past, present, and future of that IP. We'll also play fun mini-games on the show and fight to the death for our very lives! What now? And fight to the death for our very lives! Like, fight like the, the death, 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 death? Like a, like a real... Like a very real... That was actually, that was Logan's one stipulation. It had to be real, visceral, physical death. Huh. Gaming through the generations! New episodes every other Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. To support our show and creators just like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com slash plus. Is that it? That's it. I'm getting a nod. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Should we go play Smash? I want to go play Smash. Yeah, 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 let's go play Smash! Let's go play Smash! <laughs> Doctor! Yes, Doctor? Your evil twin stepbrother is going to die in 30 seconds! No, but we just became friends for the first time in our lives and we were going to run away and start that pet shop in Marion. And you just woke up from your coma! Yes, and while in my coma, I learned surgery. And I can save his life, Doctor! That's perfect! I just need that scalpel! But Doctor, that's hidden behind a question box! Just tell me the question, I'll answer it for it. Who? was the third president. Uh... We've all been in this exact situation before. That's why we here at Historically Inaccurate started our podcast for you. So when your evil stepbrother is dying and you need to get to that scalpel behind the question box, you're going to know the history answer to get it by listening to Historically Inaccurate every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Join me, Jake Trumper, Alex Schulte, and producer Logan for Season 3 every Monday for history, comedy, wild games, and even crazier punishments. To support this show and other shows like it, consider subscribing to LAS+. Plus. Visit LASPodcastNetwork.com slash plus to get started and support local in a way that's never been possible before. This podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network, right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. 
Oh, by the way, the third president was Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson! Thomas Jefferson! My answer is Thomas Jefferson! I'm sorry, Doctor. He's gone. No! Historically inaccurate. Season three. <laughs> that was so dumb. L A S. Abaddon, her. You are currently in the middle of a room, a bisected woman in the center of it. Oracle has been. Killed instantaneously, my encounter <laughs> ruined. And Sorry. <laughs> no, it was awesome. It was so cool. And all of the ball bearings have fallen from the ground. Vintner has gotten extremely upset. And in this moment, <laughs> the doors are kicked in, and you see uh, one of those Warforged just slamming open the door. What do you do? I'm going to grab her. Yep. And then portal hop behind. The Warforged? How far? Uh, as far as you can go? As far as I can see behind him. Sure, sure, sure. And then we're going to book it I back. I hop into okay. your arms like Scooby-Doo into Shaggy's okay. arms. Roll me, roll me a perception check just to see how far we can get. Ooh, Two. That's not far. Uh, oh. You, you. This Warforged is seven feet tall, and it's very difficult to see behind. What's up? Can I also roll perception to try and help? No. Uh, she's the only one who can see to summon the portals. Damn it. Um, so you look directly behind it, and you can't really see much further. You can teleport directly behind it, which means you're not trapped in this room anymore, but it's going to be right next to you. I'm going to take the bundle that I found in the closet out of my pocket. Mm-hmm hold it in one hand with her in the other, yep. portal behind it, and then yep. as soon as we're behind it, I'm going to throw it at the feet between okay. and then book it down Okay, the okay, okay. So what I want you to do, this is the Tangler Grenade. Uh, it is going to uh, roll a dexterity check or a dexterity save against I can't this. help you with these, oh so boy. you roll well. Ha-ha! I'm not gonna, I, so, 21. No, no, I roll a dexterity oh, check. Dang um, it. The dexterity the only on, on the Warforge is plus one. I rolled a five. So immediately you throw this at the ground, vines, sprout out all over it, start to weave between its armor plates. You see this mossy texture to start to grow all over it and then slowly harden into this bark-like structure. And it just solidifies in space. And it looks like it's trying to move. You hear this whirring just as it tries to move its servos and it's just locked in place. You book it down the hallway, back the way you came. You hear commotion going on back from where the cell block was. What do you do? We have to find Shadow. All right. And then run towards the sound. Okay. Yeah. Um, going towards the sound, you see coming out from right in front of where you, you just before the closet, right before the large atrium where the ley line is, you see a warforged step into the hallway in, right in front of you. Um, can I still see the, like, four... Uh, the thing that was cracked. You can't see the tubes yet. No, okay. it's it's blocking your vision towards them. Yeah. And yeah, at this, idea. now's at, the time to say it. Yeah. Ah, shuffles through character notes. What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> She's looking at spells. Hold on. I am looking at spells. The Warforge can't see, right? Like uh, they normally? can't see. They can. Yeah. They can, have vision. Can they be blinded? 
you don't know. This is the fuck around and find out arc. Yeah, I'm going to cast this. Dancing Lights right in front of it. Okay, sounds mm. good. Um, you cast Dancing Lights. What does Dancing Lights do? Um, I create up to four torch-sized lights within range. I make them appear as torches, lanterns, glowing orbs that hover in the air for the duration. Um, I can also combine them into one okay. glowing, vaguely humanoid light of medium-sized form. So, which so you I, just try and summon them directly in front of it to like kind of like blind its eyes like right in front of it? What I There's think no, I'm like, going to do is I'm going to make yeah. the... Insta- I'm going to combine all four into the vaguely humanoid form one yeah. and then have it move to okay. the side to see if he can follow it. Okay. Are you activating the the special ability of sword at this point? Too? Yes. Yeah? Okay. Secret so, uh, as you as you cast this cantrip and you put this humanoid form in front of it, uh, it's going to roll a, um, uh, what's it called? The one where... <sighs> Death save? Nope. Oh. It's It starts with an eye. Intelligence? Nope. Indigo. Close. It's oh. the one where it's like insight. That's what it oh. is. Oh. Insight. It rolled a seven, so it's not high. So it sees this form, jump at it, and move to the side, and it tries to swing, and it just slams into the side of the wall, which reminds me, both of you need to roll me dexterity checks, or dexterity saving throws. Oh, okay. Something's crumbling. Seven. It is so hard to see these dice in this light sometimes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you said save? Yep. 17. 17. Uh, you do not get hit her. However, hey. Abaddon, you take 10 bludgeoning damage as another rock being jostled from this warforge hitting the ceiling falls down and lashes against your side. Can I cast a spell? Uh... We're gonna we're gonna give Abaddon the rest of her action really quickly. Okay. So Abaddon, as you cast this cantrip, immediately your body is pulled forward ten feet towards this creature. What? This sword yanks you ten feet away, and you just teleport. Mark te- mark a teleport. Can I still move? Yeah. Let me slash you, at it's it. It's right the next sword? to it. You get to make one melee attack. Then I will attack it with the sword. Okay, very well. You make a melee attack. Go ahead and hit me with that roll. Natural one. Oh, you you don't know how this thing works, and and for a moment you kind of like swing towards it and you clang off the side of it. And uh, as you hit it, it notices you are there, and it you gain its attention. Um, however, you are just so unprepared for what happened. You you've never used this sword before, so you don't know what's going on. And you just you are next to it, and you go shit, and you slap it with the sword, and it just is you're not in the right position. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you hit right next to it. Um, why don't you both roll me initiative now that we are outside of the initial se- sneaky sneaks? And an eight, eight. Uh, plus two for initiative. All so right, ten. and then her. Uh, I have a plus seven to my initiative, so it's sixteen plus seven. Very so nice. Twenty three. Three, yeah. Um, oops, I wrote 32, but it really doesn't make it. I keep forgetting I add my intelligence to my initiative. That's bonkers. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Gotta go fast. Um, okay, oh. so. Uh, yes. Her. What do you do? Uh, I would like to cast Suggestion on it. You cast Suggestion <laughs> on the Warforged. Uh-huh. Please don't. Very well. <laughs> what do you do? Um, it has to make a Wisdom Saving Throw. All right, it's going to make a wisdom save. My save isn't What, what does it look like as you cast Suggestion? Um, the orb starts to pulse like radio yep. waves almost. It's like just sort of like transparent ripples. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she flings her arm out and the transparent ripples go to try and like 
penetrate the Warforged head. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sure. What does Suggestion do if you succeed the save? Um, if you succeed the save... I think it's a save or die, right? Yeah. As you try and lance out towards this Warforged, um, it's non, non-fleshy brain does not take, and you realize that it is it is not going to work to try and suggest a Warforge who it does not have. Um, it's not like a like a shadow Warforged. This thing doesn't have like a manipulatable soul. It's just a machine. I just assume every Warforge is yeah. a shadow Warforged. No, yeah, so. it's totally reasonable. Yeah. yeah, but as this connects, it doesn't actually make any difference to it. It didn't even roll save, did it? It did. It rolled a 19 plus 2. Sheesh. So, I mean, unless you can convince me that your save is 22 or higher. Yeah, my save is totally 22. Okay, all right. I was I was assuming. So I just wanted to make sure you that we were on the know. same page. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, all right. And the Warforge <laughs> is going to make two attacks. Uh, it's going to, it used one of it on, on Abaddon's uh, uh, light, but the second one is going to be a, um, a eight. Does that hit you, Abaddon? An eight? Eight AC. I hope not. Eight? No. If your AC is really low, it might. No. But no? Okay. It swings out towards you, but right as it comes down on top of you, it kind of like gets caught by the arm of that light, and it just can't really connect with where your position is. Uh, up next is going to be Abaddon. I'm going to try to hit it with the sword again. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. This time I got a 12. 12 uh, total. Plus my what? It's plus your dexterity plus your proficiency. Or sorry. Yeah, it's your dexterity plus proficiency. Oh, uh, then 17. Sorry, say one more time. 17. Okay, 17 exactly uh, is one over its armor class. Um, How many times have you hit since you last, or how many times have you teleported since you last hit? I have not since I last twice. You haven't hit at all. I haven't hit it. Yeah? Yeah. So, two times. Um, Abaddon, roll me the normal damage for this weapon and add 2d6 to it. Ooh. Whoa. Let's go. Spicy. Hold on. I got to pull back up the thing you sent me about the weapon. It's uh, 1d8 plus a d4 plus 2d6 right now. Damage on damage on damage. We heard you like damage. So. That's a d10. Yes. D8. Look here. You can roll mine. Yes, yes, that's a D8. Oh, six! And then two D6. D6. Uh-huh. Two. two and three. 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 So five plus six is 11, plus your D4. The pyramid. Yep. Three. 14 plus your dexterity. And my dexterity is plus two. So 16. 16. 16. You Ooh. slash into this thing, and its arm just <laughs> falls to the ground, the one that's not currently clasping a sword. Dang. Damn, okay. You have no idea what just happened, but the sword <laughs> like latched into whatever you did and really liked what it, whatever you were doing. Mark, make sure to mark down on your sheet that you te- you have teleported two times while holding this weapon. Okay, I'm going to... Can I still teleport back behind her? Uh. This is, that was currently your whole action. That was my action, okay. That was your action, so if you want to use your bonus action to teleport back, that's fine. I'm going to use my action to teleport uh, five feet in the other direction. Your bonus so action? Bonus action? Yeah, so I'm going to, okay. so we're kind of surrounding it, sure. I guess. Yeah, you're like it. it. Yeah. yeah. You port to the other side of it, 
and you are now on the opposite side. And so you mark one more teleport. Yep. As we go through this whole this whole scenario, um, yeah, you you have to keep track of all the teleports that you do because this thing likes when you teleport. Okay. Uh, up next is going to be her. Yay! How close am I to it? You're about thirty feet away. Can I briskly jog up to it? You may. And then uh, touch the sword and cast a movable object. Oh, okay, sure, yeah. It doesn't make a save, it just, it, yeah, it just this, stops. You, you touch the sword, um, roll me a dexterity check. Hey. How long, what's the casting time on a movable object? One action. Okay. Uh, dexterity check, Eighteen or 19. 19 in total? Yeah. It rolled a 21. Bruh. So, you get up to it, and right as you get up to cast a spell at it, it swings down towards you. Okay. <clears throat> that is cocked. That's even worse than the cocked one. Uh, does a five hit your AC? <laughs> no. It swings down, and right as it's about to connect with you, you <laughs> immovable object on the sword, and it stops inches Ooh. in front of your it's face. It's like Anna when she stopped the sword and Frozen. Yeah, it's exactly like Frozen. Yeah. The, the movie Frozen. Yes. Uh, That's the good <laughs> comparison. It's, it's not able to strike the sword <laughs> at you. Um, it releases the sword, and on its turn, it's just going to punch you two times. Okay. Uh, does a twenty or a nineteen hit your AC? If it's above fifteen, it hits. I'm gonna. Oh, both of those hit. Oh, yeah. um, and they are going to deal uh, because it is just punches. It deals a D4 plus its strength. That is somehow a little more comforting. It's seven. Okay. And four. You take eleven damage total. I'm not doing great, guys. <laughs> You get punched twice, and it's, oh my god, the wind is knocked out of you. It is awful. Yeah, she just goes, <laughs> uh, and. I'm on single digits. Yeah, that is yeah. that is the, wizards, man, wizards. Uh, okay, and that is the end of uh, of its turn. Abaddon, it is back to you. I'm going to run up and hit it with the sword again. Yeah. And keep, well, keep in mind, every time you cast a cantrip, you get a single attack. So mm -hmm. you can cast a damaging cantrip, and then you can attack with your sword because it allows you to make a single attack. I don't know how useful most of my cantrips are it's against Warforged. I mean, yeah, I mean, you get to get some extra effect, so why not try? Okay. It's full free. Then ooh, I'm gonna cast Poison Spray. Hell yeah. Okay, try it out. Okay. As a Warforged, I will say that, well, yeah. No, we'll let it happen! Okay. <laughs> Fair. Uh, just like you frozen. You have yeah. to a just like frozen. Constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. And what's on the fail? Or what's on the success? Um take 1d12 poison damage on a fail. Okay. Uh what is your spell save DC? I don't know. I don't play magic users. Which one is that? Da -da -da. 14. 14. Uh yeah. Even with a constitution of plus three, it rolled a nine. It got a 12. So you take you roll me a d12 and deal a d12 of damage, and it has, uh, it, it, as this damage sprays out 11. of your hand, it- 11. Wow, very good. Uh, as this damage sprays out of your hand, it co like coats the Warforge. It doesn't look like it's all getting inside of it, but it does look like it does some damage, right? Um, it, it does seem that they have some sort of resistance to poison damage. However, you still do six to it, and you may teleport up to 10 feet. So you just like hop to the other side of it, and you <laughs> slash down with your sword. Go ahead and roll me an attack roll. 
Would that be four teleport then? That will be, yep, an, one more teleport, yep. Okay. Yep. Oh. Nat one. Nat one. Oh God, this sword does not like you. You are still confused about how to use it. And it just kind of <laughs> clangs off the side of the Warforged. Um, I don't know if I have any movement left, but can I get in between it and her if I'm on that side of it? Uh, you, yeah, you can just rotate around it and try it. I weigh and like nothing, so you can literally just like step in front of me and I'll just yeah. get knocked yeah. back. Yeah, cool. Sounds good. Were you flanking? I was, and oh, then you I were. teleported. So you get, an, to... you get an advantage on your attack roll because you're flanking. Let's go. Thank Weeha. you. You're right. Oh. It's at a seven. It's not a natural one. Well, we have to add some modifiers. Yeah, it's, it's plus your dexterity plus your proficiency. Uh, so a 12. Sorry, I was just thinking that if 12? you were like circling around, okay. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, 12 does not hit its AC, sadly. Well, at least it's not a nat one. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, yes, correct. Uh, yeah, you're still getting used to this. You've never really used swords before, so the swinging action is way different for you. It's not something you're comfortable with. Used to staffs that I can use on both sides. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you do do the circling around, though, and interposing, and her, it is your turn. Owie. What do you do? That hurted. Act now. Do yeah. I act as partial cover for her? We'll see. Uh, I will chaos Toll the Dead. Toll the Dead! It's a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. I will roll right? a wisdom saving throw. Yes. All right. It is, in classic Alan fashion, it's a five. Nice. Ooh. So it, is it missing any hit points? It is missing it hit points. It takes 1d12 damage. 1d12. What does this look like for you? Hold on. Two. Nice. Oh. What does it look uh, like for you? Um, you know the clock tower in Ebonville? Yeah. Um, it's the, that same. Doom. The ball speeds up and starts yeah. spinning around, and the gears on the outside of it start spinning around in the Very opposite nice. direction, and the sound yep. of the Ebonville tower. Very nice. Fills up the air. <clears throat> and it does this, two damage. <laughs> this noise <laughs> radiates off of it. You see some of the uh, pieces of uh, uh, of like armor start to shake violently and come loose. It's actually going to roll a dexterity check, um, and it fails, and oh. it's going to take four bludgeoning damage as a rock <laughs> slams into it from the ceiling. It is looking terrible. Thanks. However, it is going to see you, Abaddon, interpose between it and her and is going to make two punch strikes against you. The first is going to be a 20, and the second is going to be a 15. Do those hit your AC? Uh, yes, both do. Okay. Could I cast shield somehow between us? Since she's I right like in the intent. However, no. I barely ever hit I barely ever hit you. So no creativeness here. I want to do the damage. I can't be creative, guys. You, <laughs> you, you heard so, him. You've been you so heard creative him. so far. You negated its use of its sword. It's already awesome. You're he doing said, so good. No creativity, guys. That's not allowed. This no, is you, just you like frozen. You can't, you can't shield someone else. Yeah, sorry. You've already had your frozen moment. Um, okay, so that's going to be a total of eight bludgeoning damage to you, Abaddon. Okay. Please don't die. And uh, at that point, it is your turn, Abaddon. I'm gonna teleport um, her and me back 10 feet. Yep. And I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. Okay. You have healing spells? Yeah. You, you teleport back. This whole time? 10 feet. Time? <laughs> Mark teleport and uh, roll me your uh, Cure Wounds is 1d8. Yeah. Plus your spellcasting modifier. Four plus your uh, Wisdom modifier. So plus three, so seven. Okay, sounds good. Oh, oh, is this your, yeah, this is your Missy set. Yeah, cool, okay. Seven hit points, yeah, heal yourself seven. Nice. Very good. 
do you want to move it all anymore? That was your bonus action and your action. What does it look like when you grab her and teleport her backwards? It kind of... Um, so when Abaddon teleports, it's more portal-based than yep. just teleporting. So what it kind of looks like is I just kind of pick her up, kind of like... Think like Batman grabbing someone before he grapples. Yep. And then we just drop through the floor as oh, this portal appears. And then nice. we drop from the ceiling very into cool. very the spot. Nice. And then I set her down because she's shorter pose. than me. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> Superhero landing, sorry. You teleport. And her, it is now your turn. And you've been teleported. Ow. Been Twice. That, nice. All this shit hurts so bad. Can't we just be friends? Um, we cannot be friends. I'm trying. Friendship to was you. never an action, or <laughs> never an option. Uh, I'll cast Witch Bolt. You cast Witch Bolt. Nice. I gotta make an attack roll. Okay, roll me an attack roll. W- Witch Bolt. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> hey, Josh. Yeah. You're not here. You can't make funny jokes in this scenario. Right. Hey, <laughs> does a 23 hit? A 23 does hit. How does it feel? It 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 feels very good to watch you um, hit. 1d12 <laughs> damage on a hit. Yep. Ooh, spicy. Ooh. Two. Two. Guess how many hit points it had. Two. Two. Let's go. You lance out this lightning towards it. Can I say what it looks it. like? Yeah. Um, the ball speeds up so much it starts generating static electricity. Yeah. And then I hold it up to my chest and I just let it all out. Very nice. Yeah. You lance towards this, this Warforge, this electricity, and you see its eyes light up as it collides with it. And immediately, just as the light lights up, it dims out and it slams into the ground. Are we out of combat? You are out of combat. Spell, please. And you whoop, regain second one level spell slot. second level spell slot. Shadow. You are still in the middle of this fight with mm-hmm. Vintner. You are locked up, and you recently saw the body of Daroga reappear out of one of those tubes out the back. Mm-hmm. We're gonna jump back into that fight right now. Vintner just used his action to try and uh, and kill Daroga, mm-hmm. which he successfully did, and then Daroga respawned at that tube. But the tube broke open. There's four of them. Now two of them are gone. Flicker is currently bearing down on uh, Vintner, and he looks like he is trying to shoot through uh, through Flicker, and he's succeeding, and he's very much, very much hurting Flicker. Mm-hmm. At this moment, all of the lights in the entire complex <laughs> dim. You feel this strong lurch. <laughs> as the floor shifts underneath you. Mm -hmm. And then for a second, Vintner looks up. You see him kind of like touch his ear and then immediately you are unchained. You are no longer held in place. At that same exact moment, you hear a shattering from behind you. You turn back around and you see a blonde woman Full, uh, just full body, very lithe, crawling out of one of the tubes behind you. Oh boy. As the next one is shattered. Okay. Ugh. Now, we've hit his turn. The man who just started crawling out of this tube mm-hmm. stands up and he looks around. 
neither him or the woman have any clothing. They've been just like freshly Perfect. made out of these cloned bodies out of these tubes. Mm -hmm. And he stands up and he looks around. His eyes are like just blinking furiously. And he looks around wiping this fluid from them as he just kind of like flicks it off of him. And as he does so, he looks down and sees the woman across from him. And then he looks back towards you and he points down at his body and you just hear him scream, grab the inhibitor! And uh, he turns back towards the woman and he runs over towards her. Um, yeah, I'm going to book it towards okay. this inhibitor. All right. As you do so, he grabs her and he's gonna roll a grapple check. Oh boy. He succeeds. Hey. Uh, and he grabs her by the, the neck and by the arm and he starts lifting her up and he just says to her, which I'm not sure if you can hear at this point, he just says, you have only known betrayal. Now it is your turn. And he throws her into the ley line. Oh. And she just burns up in the magical energy of the ley line. Oh. As she screams horrifically. Oh. Oh, God. And that is his turn. Uh. Up next, you see a shadow in the chaos that is all that is ensuing. You hear the sound of what can only be described as a cloak swiftly billowing. You see a misty shadow form. A, it appears next to Vintner and then immediately manifests into a solid form. There, under Vintner's throat, is held a longsword, and attached to that longsword is Galad, standing stalwart and ready for battle. His gleaming gold and black helmet shimmers in the glorious light of this, uh, this radiating energy of the, the ley line mixing with all the red light of the rest of this, of this uh, complex. Mm -hmm. He readies himself and in a whisper says to Vintner, my brother will never fight alone again. And he strikes down towards him. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Sorry, I'm not doing shit. You roll his attacks. Okay. What am I rolling? You roll a d20. Okay. Um, adding anything to it or are you doing that? I will do the adding. Okay. That's a five. A five? <gasps> so it's a 10. It doesn't hit Vintner's yeah. AC. Uh, however, he makes a two. So go ahead and roll him a second one. Oh, okay. 18. That one is much better. He swings down the first one. Vintner pulls up his arm and parries the blow, but you see him turn the blade around and thrust towards Vintner's chest. As he stabs in, you hear as Vintner's chest starts to spark and the blade pierces in. Uh, it's going to deal, deal me the damage. It's 2d6. 2d6. 2d6 plus 3 piercing damage. 5. Oh! These four. are good numbers! Yeah. 14 piercing damage! Holy moly! That's freaking awesome. Okay. Uh, yep. Alright. Very, very nice. Good. Uh, and he is also, as he does this, going to <laughs> summon another shadow on the opposite side of Vintner, trapping him between the two of them. You see this secondary, like almost like billowing shadow form on the opposite side of Vintner that is like the same um, general visage as Galad. Uh, and with that being said, it is now your turn. 
Awesome. Um, do I have access to lightning lure again? You do, yeah. Okay, because I had lost that at one point, and I didn't know if I can use that on an object. Or is you that could. Only... Yeah, you know what? For for the sake of this, I think you should try it. Okay. Yeah. Um, running towards uh, the gross body of Daroga yes. on the yep. ground, um, I'm going to try and whip out yeah. with my right hand yep. the lightning lure. Yep. And see if that will like I can pull it. Yeah, to me. easy enough. As you as you run by, you look down, and because it's not moving, you grab the whole gauntlet, and it latches into your hand, crackling with electric energy. You're able to see the gauntlet. You can't see the cog in it very mm -hmm. well, as you have to look away. But you have it in your hands. Sweet. Um, and I, <laughs> I know he's like, how far is Daroga really far behind me? The other, he's like 150 feet behind you. Okay. Yeah. I was going to see if I could yeah. like yell, just like, what do I do with this? Um, but I'm just going to keep booking it towards yep. uh, Vintner. How yep. far am I away from him at this You're point? You're maybe like 10 feet away. You definitely have enough movement to get to him. Okay. And he's pinned between the he's, two. He's pinned between blocks. Galad and Galad's shadow. Yeah. And I'm kind of coming at him from just either one of those other so things so currently me. flicker is like was just right in front of you but mm -hmm. you ran around flicker to go and get towards vintner so yeah you could just come and form a t-shape with galad on it okay um can i ask flicker to do something while i'm doing this yeah go ahead um i'm going to glance around at wherever flicker's eyes are mm -hmm. i'm gonna need you to hover around his feet and damage him from there. Flicker, do this. Perfect. And uh, while Flicker is like doing their thing, mm -hmm. like swirling and getting in in that, yeah, um, I'm going to run at Vintner and yeah. just like try and slam this into his chest. Okay, yeah, I, that's what I saw. Um, the other guy doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You go ahead and do that. You you pull the gauntlet and you just like you you're holding on to Daroga's hand as <laughs> like it's in the gauntlet and you slam it onto Vintner's chest mm -hmm. and you see this electrical energy just <laughs> shimmer across all of him and you see his arms start to lock up and he's slowly moving ever so slightly, uh, not nearly as quick as he was. Obviously, this is inhibiting all of the movement that he can make. Um, gotcha. With this attached to him, he can no longer quicken his his blasts and Ooh. deal. He can only attack three times instead of six. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh. Um. On his on his action and bonus action. Gotcha. I will I will say I will say that. Um. Okay. Uh, that is probably your full thing. I would say that's action for that. The bonus action to attach and then movement. So I think that's your whole turn. Uh, f now it is Flicker's turn, however. Oh, sorry. Roll me a d6, Shadow. Oh, because my heat. Yes. My hot boy. Yeah, hot. Six. So god. <laughs> so two th a couple things happen. First, Vintner takes six fire damage as you are just incredibly hot next to him. The Shadow that Galad summoned mm. dies because oh. it has one HP. Oh. Additionally, Galad takes six fire damage. He's probably really confused about this. <laughs> It's confusing, and there's not a lot that you can do to, yeah. like, help. And you're just like, what am I doing? And you just run up to him and deal a bunch of damage. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, I'm sure that he will understand. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's the end of your turn. Flicker is going to come up, and Flicker moves towards Vintner and just starts encircling around his feet. Uh, while, uh, while Flicker is nearby, it does also 
uh, that that area damage. So you know that Flicker, um, as as Flicker touches something, it also deals two d six plus one fire damage Jesus. to anyone around it. Okay. So so roll me two d six plus one. Three, five. Yep. So eight, eight nine, nine, nine damage. damage. So Vintner's gonna take nine. You're gonna take nine. Uh, okay. Galad's gonna take nine. Okay. Uh, um, all right. Daroga's okay. body does not take nine because it is dead. <laughs> oh. No death saving throws. Are we it's, gonna run into No, this? he just, just blasted the shit out of his brain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, and uh, after Flicker, it is Vintner's turn. Vintner is being so- oh sorry, you run- Flicker didn't even make attacks. No, duh, I'm a dingus. That's roll me, the- roll me two d twenty. Okay, that's uh, a six and a twelve. Uh, the Flicker gets a total of plus three to hit, mm-hmm. so that both of those miss as Flicker just tries to collide in with Vintner. Vintner is already taking the heat from all of uh, all, all of its, like, you next to it, mm-hmm. and it is just not able to connect as he flails around trying to get away from you. Uh, Vintner is going to, on his turn, just look over at all of this occurring, and he clasps his hand and slowly balls it up into a fist and pulls his hand down and... <laughs> teleports out of existence 30 feet back away from you. Oh. And he pulls out his gun, and he aims it towards Flicker. Uh, um, no he's going to make three attacks. The first one is a 12, the second is an 18, the third is a 25. Uh, Flicker's AC is 11. Uh, and Flicker is going to take a total of 12. 34 force damage. It gets collided with all three of these these bolts singe into Flicker. You can see the flame slowly starting to dissipate and Flicker is looking messed up, like seriously in a sure. lot of pain. Um, <laughs> Flicker's doing very bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Vintner looks over at Flicker, recognizing its pain, and he says, Thin the herd. And he action surges. And he's going to attack again. And he's going to shoot two bolts at Flicker and one at Galad. Uh, the first one is going to be a 17, which hits Flicker. Third is, second is an 18, which hits Flicker. The third is a 23, which hits Galad. Uh, he fires two bolts into Flicker. And Flicker looks over towards you and, he, and, and they just say, Not ready. And they ignite into flame, and they explode into nothingness, and they are a cindering pile of ashes. Hold it together. <sighs> it's okay. Galad also takes damage. Um, Vintner is very obviously pissed. All right. Up next is going to be Daroga. Daroga starts sprinting over from where he is. 120 feet away is what he can make. He's, he's 150 feet, so he has to cast a spell that's of 120 feet or, or more, right? Oh, okay. So he's sprinting over, mm-hmm. and if I'm not mistaken, let me check here. 
gosh, I'm the best in the world. Okay, so uh, I take, uh, he pulls out his, uh, like, this, like, piece of of stone that he picked up as he left the ley line. There's just this chunk of stone that he found, and he holds it in the air, and as he does so, you see these large, kind of, like, um, gravity spheres that just start to emanate off of the stone. They start as these little missiles, and they turn into the gravity spheres as they move through the air, and they all collide with Vintner as he casts a level four magic missile. And that is going to be uh, a total of six missiles. So roll me 64 and add one, or add six. Okay. 64? Three times. 64! Roll this two times. Nice. So. Oh my! uh, Four, eight, nine. Holy crap. Yeah. And one more. Uh, three, six, seven. 16 plus six is a total of 22 damage as all of these just <laughs> collide with Vintner. Whew. He is he is getting hurt pretty bad, but it, he is still standing pretty well. Um, like, the damage that you are dealing to him, he is not even to half yet. Um, <laughs> up next course. is going to be Galad. Galad is going to resummon that shadow off to the side, and then he's going to make two more strikes towards Vintner, because uh, I believe you told him to. Well, he sorry. What do you command Galad to do? Yeah, I haven't told him. Yeah, he he's just autopiloting. So what do you, what does he do to do anything? Um, I want him to. Sorry, I'm just trying to think of because he teleported thirty feet away. Is he close to one of the ley line things? Galad? No, uh, Vintner. No, no, he's not. He, so you are all like 150 feet away from the ley line and the tubes that are in the ley line. So, oh, yeah, okay. you're all really far away from that. Yeah. What are. Because, like, the ley line is, is in the center of all the cells, yep. and you are all the way past one of the water formations that kind of divides the ley line from the rest of the cells. Gotcha. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I want him to try and corner him. Okay. Up against a wall. All right. You say corner him against yeah, a wall? Yeah, just like reeling from like flicker. Yeah. Um, just corner him up against a wall. We'll finish this. Galad says, for those who don't make it. And he throws a shadow directly next to Vintner and <laughs> swaps spots with it. The shadow is Ooh. stuck where he was at the, at the beginning. And he now is next to Vintner and he plunges the sword into his back. Roll me two attacks. Ooh. Oh! One's a nat 20. Hey! <laughs> yeah! God, and the other one's a 17. That's great! Yeah. Those, those, yeah, those both hit. All right, so roll me. For the first one, you get to roll me. Oh, gosh, let me check. 2d6 plus 3. So 2d6 doubled. Okay. Two. two. And two. two. So a total of 8 plus, plus 3 is 11. Yep. And then another 2d6 Plus three. Two. Two. Four. So, okay, so 11 plus uh, six, so 17 plus three, 20 damage. As he just slashes into him. Uh, Wow, that's awesome. Very good. Good God. Uh, And then it is uh, back to your turn. You are about 30 feet away from him now as well and you are uh, standing right next to that shadow that Galad had, and you are able to um, do your turn now. What do you do? Um, I'm going to book it at 
uh, Vintner from the... So is he... You said he's behind? Like the, uh, the shadow was teleported behind? The shadow... So so Galad was standing next to you, mm-hmm. right? And then he put a shadow directly next to Vintner, 30 mm-hmm. feet away, and then he swapped places. Okay. So the, currently the shadow that he he is next to you... Um, that that's where it is. It's it's not moved from that position. But Galad is directly behind him. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to just start trucking it towards. Yeah. Um, Vintner. Yep. Um, and I'm going to go in for just kind of like a large haymaker right yeah. Yeah. hook and try and punch him. So that I'm not necessarily standing directly next to Galad. Yeah. Because I don't want to keep burning him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you go up there and you are flanking at this point. So you get an advantage on all your attack rolls. Oh, sick. Yeah. Okay. So I think you make two. One with your action, one with your bonus action. Yep. Okay, cool. So here's the first. Hit it! 12. Uh, tw- uh, plus, 12 plus. Uh, my proficiency and strength. Yep. Uh, 12, 17, ni- 19. That hits. Yep. Yeah. Very nice. So um, first damage is going to be. It's my D8 plus strength. Yep. So Ooh. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, 11 12. 12 damage. Holy moly. Very nice. Um, the first one <laughs> collides into Vintner's face. Um, roll me an insight check. Okay. 17, yeah. 18. Okay. Roll me your second attack roll. Okay. Um, this is also with advantage because... Yep, because you're still flanking. Yep. Uh, wow. 17. Yeah, that hits. Yeah. yeah, roll me your damage. D8 plus your strength. 5, Ooh. 10. Yeah. Oh, is your strength 20? Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Yeah. I'm so strong. B. <laughs> uh, as you... Two left hands straight into the side of his face, you watch as the skin just starts to shift off of his face and it starts ripping apart and you see metal underneath his skin. Um, I'm going to uh, action surge. Yeah. And um, I'm going to just start screaming at yeah. him and just like grabbing or I'm not because grappling strike. Like, could I grappling strike and hit him? Uh, I think I don't know what grappling strike does. Is that is that the is that one of your um, is that one, one of your fighter maneuvers? Fighter maneuvers? Yeah, I think yeah. that that works with that. Uh, grappling strike immediately after you hit a creature with a melee attack on your turn, you can expend one superiority die and then try to grapple the target as a bonus action. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Okay. So so that that has to do with a bonus action though. So you've already attacked and then bonus action attacked. You yep. can do that next turn, but you've already extended your bonus action. Sure. Action surge gives you a whole other action. Yep. So you'd be able to attack twice, but you wouldn't be able to use the bonus action for that extra thing. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just going to start screaming at him. Like, yeah. just this guttural robotic yeah. slash humanoid yell. Do it. Yeah. Do it. I, Do it. Do you want it. me to just... Yeah. Just, just go in. Yeah! Yeah! Slamming into him. Make your other two... Or make your other attack. Uh, oh, yeah. That's high. 18. Yeah, very uh, nice. So that's, a, my that's, a, that's like a 24 or something. Yeah. Like, it's high. It's yep. high enough. Roll me your extra D8 plus your strength. Uh, three very, plus eight. That's a great number. Very good. Very good. Very good. At this moment, we are going to hop over to Abaddon and her. Abaddon, her, you see as you run into this, this atrium, the ley line is currently like 
billowing with energy and you see this like wisting of carbon that just shimmers up in it and you see a completely naked Daroga walking away <laughs> and running t- running towards uh, the the fight that is currently happening. Right now, Shadow and another person who you know, Abaddon, as the person that was talking to you, trying to get you out earlier, uh, are both in combat with Vintner right now. Um, you are about 150 feet away. If you ran this turn, you could get up to uh, 90 feet. Can with... we teleport? Well, if you ran this turn, you could get up to 90 feet. However, you know, we do have some cool shenanigans we can do. So from where we are, can we see um, the state of Vintner or does he look normal to us from where we are? You, He's so far away. It's really difficult to discern. I think I would be able to give you that once you got up closer to it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, before we do anything, um, I need to heal because I have nine HP. So I'm going to cast time recovery on myself. You do what you want. All right. Yeah. I'm not doing very good. Alan, can I get you to point on the map at where we are? And they're here. They're here. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're far past the ley line and you, they like basically, you're basically standing right in the same room as the ley line and they're beyond a water structure that is far further away. I'm going to teleport us to here. Okay. Where is here? Grab her. How much did you recover her? Uh, I'm back to full. Oh, wow. Okay. I restored exactly 11. Nice. Well done. Yeah. I only have 20 HP though. All right. So we're just so teleporting a short distance. You're teleporting a short distance past the ley line, and then you can both run a little bit further, an extra 30 feet, if that's what you'd like to do. Sure. Okay. Are we? How close are we to them, then? Uh, you are roughly nine... Mm, right now, 90 feet. Can I see uh, the state of Vetner? Uh, roll me a perception check. Can I also roll a perception check? You may. Yay. That 20. Very nice. So, uh... You're rolling so you are rolling... 23. 20, so 18. good. Uh, and Abaddon <laughs> rolled an 18. Jeepers creepers. Um, okay, yeah, you both are able to see that Vintner is currently, like, sparking off his chest. He no longer has any, like... Like, all of the cloth on his torso has started to burn away. And you're starting to realize the armor that Vintner wears all the time is not armor. It's his actual chest. Her, the thing that... The thing Daroga gave me. Yeah? For Shadow. Yeah. Would it work for Vintner? I've been here shorter than you have. You tell me. You're around metal people more. I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and just say let's try it. Fuck around and find out. All right. Wait. Before we go, I think you're really cool. Please don't die. You're cool too. Thanks. I try not to die. I can't promise anything. Okay. <laughs> and then I guess we're booking it towards... All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, uh, you book it towards Vintner. Uh... 30 feet uh, in, and uh, do you do you have an action that you'd like to do? Do you need me to add to initiative, or are we just... I, I've got you in okay. here. Don't okay. worry. Okay. I, I'm putting um, you in the initiative after them. You still have an action left if you want to dash. You could carry her an extra 15 feet away if you're if you're car- basically like using your movement to move together. You can get an extra 15. Can I, with the perception roll I had, can I see that Shadow is... One shadow, but also that he's very hot. Yeah. He's, in, first yeah, he of all, is. he's very hot and also scorched by fire. So those two things are, are, <laughs> are the case. Um, 
<laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, well, oh, please don't do that hand gesture. He's doing the fingers pointing Ooh-woo. together. Ooh-woo. I don't like it. Robo um, daddy. <laughs> please stop. Uh, yeah, yeah, Shadow, you realize now that the, the black knight that you saw earlier was Shadow singed by all Sheesh. of the fire that had occurred. You, however, do not see Flicker. We can worry about that later. It's fine. Uh, okay. Uh, are you going to carry us 15 feet or are you going to go 30? Are we together or not? What you doing, Nebadon? She's looking away. No. Mm-hmm. Gotta go. I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. Uh, What's the range? Oh, no. It's, it's, Thunder Wave usually it's is right on, on you. It's a okay. self cast. Yeah, then I'm yeah. going to. Okay, then never mind. Then I am going to run and carry her. Okay, yes. so you run an extra 15 feet. You are now down to uh, 75 feet away. I can cast spells at 75 cool. feet away. You already cast your action, though. Fuck. All right. Up next is going to be Vintner, uh, who decided to not show me his HP, which is fun. Uh, okay, Vintner is up, and he is going to observe the situation around him. It's pretty good observing. Uh, all right, he sees her and Abaddon running towards him. He assesses his situation, and he pulls his hand up and teleports 30 feet away. If he tries to teleport because I have Sentinel, yep. can I grab him? You can make, I believe you can make an attack with Sentinel, right? Yep. Okay, you okay. can attack him um, and uh, it won't stop him from teleporting, but sure. you definitely can hit him with your Sentinel attack. It's okay. only for movement. I think teleportation is a little bit different. I didn't. Well, no, that's but sen- Sentinel know. is when anybody casts a spell near you as well. So that's. I thought that was Mage Oh, no, that Sentinel is Mage Slayer. Is when you're right, you you're right. Yeah, so he's not moving. So, yeah, actually, no, you, I don't she's get... correct, yeah. Because okay. it's it's I'm instantaneous sorry. movement. You're fine. Yeah, Vintner knows how to move around a battlefield. That's, sure. that's what he's doing. Yep. He teleports uh, 30 feet away from you, closer to Abaddon and her. Uh, her, what's your AC? 15. 15? It's been fun. I'll see you later. No, 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 no. Just, okay, 21. Er, 12. 15, so yes. Critical. I'm dead. You are not dead. I have 20 HP. 21 to hit. 21 to hit, dealing 17 damage. Okay. 17 force damage. Okay. The critical hit does 31 but it doesn't hit you all at the same time, so it just knocks you unconscious, and you are immediately two shots, blam, blam, slapped onto your ass, and you are unconscious. Um, Am I still in your arms? Yeah, Abaddon, right as her is struck with these two bolts, you just feel her go limp, and you are struggling to hold her up. You look down, and you realize that she has just been almost killed instantaneously. That's so sad, no. (laughs) Fuck! I'm uh, rolling. And that is Vintner's turn. Do I have to roll a death save? On your turn. Okay. Up next is Daroga. Daroga is going to again see what's happening behind him. He is still running behind you. You are you've quickened past Daroga, Abaddon, and her. And he is going to try and cast another magic missile uh, as he is just kind of autopiloting, unless you have something else for him to do, Shadow. Um I, oh, that's right. Uh, I just don't know. Do I know what he can do? Because I, I, I feel like I've worked with him before. You no. kind of know he's a good spellcaster. You could say something like, biggest spell, <laughs> or something like that. Oh, but that's that's kind of what you would be able to do. Um, can you make it so that he can't keep teleporting everywhere? 
Uh, he's going to kind of like think in his mind really quickly about what his options are. Um, are they very far away from me? Uh, who? Daroga and... Daroga is behind you, and then it's you, and then Shadow is directly next to Vintner. Or Shadow and Vintner are... You're all kind of like in a line, right? And uh, it's Daroga's in the far back, then you, then Vintner, then Shadow and Galad behind that. So, but they're all separated by like roughly 30 feet or so. Okay. So, um... Because when Shadow says that I can hold up the staff I have that has the horse on it and say, will this help? Oh, okay. I, I don't know. I you don't just know scream, will this help? <laughs> uh, and uh, Daroga is going to just go, no! And then he just casts a, he casts a, uh, a, a fourth level ice storm at, uh, at um, Vintner, but it is going to be a thorn storm and he is going to try and grasp up into Vintner and hold him in place and make this uh, make this area um, difficult terrain. Sweet. Okay. So, as he does that, uh, he, Vintner's going to make a dexterity save. Vintner rolled two, and ha! Vintner is going to take two d six bludgeoning and four d six poison. Ooh. Let me get you some d sixes. So two d six. So three. Actually, no. Daroga would know that. He's going to take four d six acid. Yeah. So two d six. Three and one. Three and one. So four. What else am I rolling now? I'm sorry. Four more d six. Okay. Jeez. I have my whole dice bag here, so we got you. So two seven. Jeepers creepers. Uh, so ten. That's twelve. Thirteen. Twelve. Thirteen. Thirteen total, including oh thirteen and then four. Four. Thirteen. Seventeen. Uh, in total, and the area around him is now difficult terrain. Uh, woof. Okay. Uh, that's gonna go down. <sighs> Vintner is now in double digits. Uh, okay. Oh, double Our, digits. Uh, up next is Galad. What does Galad do? You've seen him teleport around with the shadows mm-hmm. before. Uh, do you want him to do that again? What sort of range do you have, brother? I have 30 feet. It, that thing can move. I think we need to try and... Where are, are we still on the other side of the, the water formation? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, I want to try. How... Is that... Is the water formation like a lake? Yeah, is it, it is It is a lake that essentially has flowed into from the waterfall that Abaddon and her went into last session. And he's electrical. He is, yeah. Uh... Let's try and push him into the lake. You always were the creative one. And he <laughs> is, do you want to, at the same time, use both of your actions to try and grab him and drag him? Um, yeah. Yeah? Okay. All right. We're going to, you two are both next to each other. So uh, I want you to roll me a strength check with advantage with your help from Galad. Okay. Uh, so 14, oh, man. yep, uh, blah, 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 19, 2021. 21. I'll tell you what, Vintner has a really high strength. Vintner has a 23 strength, Ooh. which is plus six. However, he rolled a seven. So that means he's got a 13. And what happens is he's 
aiming towards her, he shot her three times, mm -hmm. right? And one of them careens off, but two of them hit. You see both of those. You watch her go limp. Mm -hmm. And then Galad comes up and stabs into his torso and starts running him backwards as he kicks back into the dirt. You grab the backside of him, wrapping your arms up underneath him, and both of you yank and yank and yank as you grab him. It will cost both of your actions mm -hmm. and your movements, yep. but you are able to get him directly over towards the water on the edge. What do you do? I'm going to... Um... I don't know how you would necessarily want me to do this dice-wise. Yeah. How deep is this water? The the water's like, so it's like a 20-foot plunge into the water, and then the water just, you can't see the bottom. As a Warforged, I don't need to breathe, right? You don't need to breathe, no. Perfect. I'm just going to just be a hunk of metal and anchor yeah. and just plunge with him. Oh, God. And I'm burning. Okay. And Okay. All right. Uh, and I'm just going to look at my brother and just say, let go of him. He, he looks over at you and he kind of uh, cocks his head and he just says, I thought we said no more separating. I'll be back. Don't lie this time. And he un unplucks his sword out of his torso and you fall backwards and you just hear Vintner just as he plunges into the water with you. Uh, roll me 2d6 because we didn't get yours last time. Six. Okay. Five. Wow, 11. Uh, <laughs> and then at this moment, Vintner's gonna roll me a dexterity check. Mm. It's a two. Ooh. A rock mm. falls from the ceiling <laughs> and collides with you both as you fall off. And as you're like falling, the rock hits you and you spiral off and boom, slam into the wall. You also are going to take, um, you're gonna take a total of five bludgeoning damage as well. As okay. And Vintner's gonna take that uh, in addition. Wow, okay. Uh, Vintner is currently underwater, um, and you are not affected because the Leidenfrost effect keeps you from being able to be touched by any water right now because you're so hot. A, uh, a veil of gas is around you, evaporating the water off of you. So you are not affected by the water at all. Uh, wow, this is so rad. <laughs> uh, okay, that's the end of your turn. Her, Abaddon, it's your turn. Her. Make me a death saving throw. Okay, d20. Roll me a d20, and if it's lower than a 10. Six. You fail. Mark me a failed death saving throw. Okay. Uh, Abaddon. It's a medicine check that I can do on her, right? You could, or you could just bring her back with a healing spell. That's also an option. I'm going to do that. Okay. I'm going to cast uh, Cure Wounds. What do you do? Sorry, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds. Okay, cool. Yeah. You reach your hand. What, what does it look like when you cast Cure Wounds? Um, it looks like I kind of... Hers, about how big? Her is like, I don't know. She's 5'3". Five 5'3", three. Five three. yeah, tiny. Okay. Um, it kind of looks like I'm cradling this small woman that <laughs> yeah. I'm, and then I just like hold her really tightly yeah. and I just enchant, like I just, you know, do the spell on my yeah. own. Yep, okay. You chant down and this like, like fungal formation starts to grow over hers uh, wounds as these bolts had blasted through some of her flesh and singed her. Uh, the impact actually almost like auto-ignited her skin as it forced itself on on uh, on those portions. Those cover over in some uh, some fungal formations and start to heal her. Roll me a D8 plus your modifier. Ooh. It's enough to get up. Ooh. It's enough no. to get up. It's my modifier. So it's just your wisdom modifier. Four. 
four total. Uh, her, you hey. are conscious and you have four hit points. Let's oh go. Oh my god. And that is back to Vintner's turn. What? Does it hurt? Uh, yeah, you're in a hell of a lot of pain. <laughs> okay. Can I? Is there anything like? Do, can I use a portal for my bonus action at all? Yeah. Yeah. You can, can you let me do something real quick? No, it's your your action is done. No, girl. no, 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 no. Okay. All right. What do you? Uh, she wakes up, and she just starts screaming. Okay. You can, start screaming. Can I start uh, screaming? Your screams are ear piercing to me, but. Uh, okay, it's fine. You you scream. Okay. Yeah. I didn't want to. I, I wanted to pull a shadow so bad. No, I know, but I've heard you scream Alex just before. And I'm like, like levels. Huh? I'm like, please, huh? like I, I've heard your screams before, and I'm like, I don't know. Can I? Okay, yeah, hit it. Just go ahead. I'll turn. Yeah, that's yeah, that's too much. Um, okay. Sorry. As soon as that happens, since I'm still holding her, uh, can I open a portal to yeah. somewhere more familiar for me and drop her in there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Then I will drop her in there and the portal will close and okay. her is just no longer there and the scream is like cut off mid. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, cool. No one has any idea what happened. Okay. She's gone. What does that look like? As you open this portal, what is it what does it seem like for, for Abaddon? Um it seems more comical than I'm sure it sounds no, at first. Uh I'm holding her and as I heal her, she comes back, you just hear this blood curdling scream and yep. it almost like a kind of an instinctual, like you can tell Abaddon has had to do something like this in a situation yeah. before. I drop her, but before yep. her would hit the ground, a portal opens and she just threw the floor. Gone. Okay. Her, you are unaware of your current surroundings. It is dark and it is oddly cozy. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's Vintner's turn and Vintner turns around towards you, Shadow, uh, and he is going to uh, press the gun. Uh, like, he's, like, in your arms. He grabs his gun, and he just points over his shoulder, and he just goes firing backwards through you. He has disadvantage on all the attacks because you are currently grappling him. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, because you're, fall you're yep. falling in the water. His gun does not require air or anything like that. It's sure. all force and magical, okay. so he's just going to fire at you three times Does he behind. not take damage from all the electricity? He did. He did take damage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, first attack. Mm -hmm. Does a twenty-five hit? Yep. You take uh, you take a total of ten force damage. Okay. Second hit. Does a twenty-nine hit? Yep. You take seven force damage. Okay. Um, and the third one. <laughs> you rolled a crit, but it's a disadvantage. Does a fourteen hit your AC? No. And you don't take oh. anything. These three mm. these three shots. <laughs> fire behind you, uh, and it is now uh, uh, Galad's turn. Or, no, sorry, it's Daroga's turn. Uh, I don't believe with Magic Missile, you have to actually be able to see. Oh, no, you have to be able to see it. Okay, never mind. He can't do shit. So he's just oh. standing there, and he looks over at his, at his dead body, and he just kind of stands there catatonic. Can I throw in my cloak? Uh, yeah, on your turn, you can. For okay. Sure. Uh, okay, and uh, um, with that, I think it is going to be Galad's turn. Galad just pulls his sword out and he looks over the edge. He sees these force blasts happening and Galad is going to shoulder over his sword and he is going to make a firebolt attack down into the water using his sword as a um, as an attack uh, spellcasting focus. Go ahead and roll me a spell attack. Plus, uh, plus oh gosh, what is Galad's doodad? I thought it was plus five. 
Not for Galad. It is oh, plus two. Yeah. Okay. That's a one. Ooh! He fires it in and nothing happens, and then he must make a dexterity saving throw, and he gets an 11, which is not high enough, and a rock falls on him. <laughs> Jesus. I got a He rock. takes a total of nine damage from this freaking rock hitting him, and he looks messed up. Galad is in bad way. Um, uh, and then it is your turn, Shadow. Okay. You are currently, with Vintner, falling to the bottom of this this river, and you have no idea how deep it is, mm-hmm. and you just keep falling. Perfect. All right. Um, I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'm grappled with him. Yep. What would it look like if I tried to snap his neck, dice-wise? Hey. If you tried to snap his neck, it's that would have to be like um, you get Strength. him to zero, and then okay. you have to snap his neck as the okay. finishing move. Um, while mechanically you could do so, it is sure. like one of those things where like Vintner's going to fight you, right? And it's more of like a his endurance is still enough to keep you away from doing that while he's currently fighting you. Okay. So, um, I guess can I see? You said that earlier his chest cavity mm-hmm. is like. It's organic below. Yeah. No, the, no, it's it's all it's mechanical. All mechanical. Everything's mechanical. The face, his face, has started to peel off, and you can see metal beneath it. Sure. Um, the hand that's holding the gun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to try and grab his wrist mm-hmm. and just break. Okay. His wrist so that he can't like use his hand anymore. Okay. Sounds good. You grab his left hand and you br- try and break it. Go ahead and roll me a grapple strike. Okay. Um, it's twenty. 16 plus your proficiency and blah 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 so that yep. is definitely going to hit over his AC so roll me your d8 plus um, yeah plus your uh, strength um, that's a oh seven, my. Plus 7 plus 5 yeah that's really good <laughs> uh, okay 12, 12 total um, uh, oh man we skipped right over the nice number um, yes. okay and that is your first attack uh, while grappled. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly what this does, so if, if it's okay with you, let's just keep making normal attacks. Sure. Is that fine? Yeah, because yeah. I can't remember exactly what the grapple strike does, so we'll have to keep that in mind for next time. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, go ahead and make me your second attack. Um, can I try and break his other wrist? Or is that... So just... currently this one is, is like break... He's like in a lot of pain. There's definitely strain. Sure. He has both of his hands on his gun, so it would be... He could like grab it with his other hand. You can try and break it with his other wrist so that he's like not able to um, Shoot. to aim as well. Yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah. Yeah, his speed just drops to zero and he can't benefit from any bonus to his Right, speed. exactly. Um, 18. So, 18. That definitely also hits. Roll me your D8 plus your strength. Uh, three, seven, or no, so eight damage total. Yep. Yep. And then roll me your d6 for fire. Yep. This is two of those or just one? It's one for you. Okay, so four. So four. Oh my gosh. And then roll me 2d6 for lightning damage for him short circuiting. Uh, one and three. three. So another four. Uh, yeah. Okay. He is in a bad way. Um, good. Fuck him. is no longer here. Her, Can, you oh. are. Go ahead. Really quick, can I tell if he, does he also need air or no? It looks like he does not need air. Okay. No. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, he is not struggling like you thought he would as you're sinking. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, okay. Her, you are currently out of the, the scenario, so I'm going to skip over you. Abaddon, Wait, what do you do? can I heal myself again? Oh, I can't. No, you I can't. Can You've already done it. Yeah. You only get one, one time a day. I have person. a minor healing potion in my bag, though. 
sorry, you're really far away. Sorry, from I have a minor healing potion in my bag, though. Okay. Uh, yeah, if you want to, you can use that. Pop that shit. Cool. How close is the ley line to me? Uh, you are about 15 feet away from the ley line. How are the tubes looking? The, there's one tube left that is currently unbroken. What the hell? I'm going to hit it. You hit it? Yeah, with the obsidian sword, if I can. Yeah, okay, you run over to it, and you... There's no attack roll needed. It's not dodging you or anything. You smash open the container, and out of it falls a red, high, a red-haired high elf form. Uh, you see the cloned body of Cortex fall out of Oh, the, can I attack it immediately? Yeah, you just start stabbing into it. It God. is immediately dead. <laughs> The blood starts spilling out all over the ground. I, I, if I can, I'm going to take the head off and just kind of throw it in my bag. I'm okay. Gonna, if I see him later, I will throw it at him. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you lean down, yeah. knee over the top of the back, and you just start sawing off the back of this head and hacking and sawing, and you grab it, and you pull it up, dripping. It uh, like leeches into the ground, and the blood starts to seep into uh, pieces of your clothing and down your arm, and you start to just hold on to this head and throw it in your backpack and uh, keep it with you. If Daroga sees me do it, I'll smile at him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you see, in that in that respect, you have not seen Cortex the entire time you've been here in this scenario. Uh, Daroga, actually, um, Daroga looks over at you kind of horrified and then he gives you a thumbs up <laughs> and he's like, what do I do? Throw my cloak at him. Go cover yourself up. He says, thanks. And then he wraps it around <laughs> his, his waist. He goes and he tries to scavenge some clothes off of his old body. All of it's completely covered in blood. He walks back to you soiled and uh, naked, <laughs> except for your cloak. <laughs> it's a little skirt for him. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a toga party. Yes, the the, the, the toga party. God. Um, and Ritoga. then uh, it's going to be Vintner's turn. Shadow. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Vintner's expression changes. He, like, is concentrating, and then it changes for a split second. You can kind of see him as, you, as you've got him grappled ever so slightly by the side. He's angry, but then he starts making these calculations in his brain, and he... He holds his hand high above his head. His broken wrist clasps into one fist. It's hard for his wrist to break because it's all mechanical. Mm -hmm. You hear the sound of glass breaking. It's odd, you're underwater, but you still hear this. Pieces dropping to the floor. All of you above, you see the pieces of glass that have broken from the, the pods in the center start to float upwards as if affected by an anti-gravity spell. As he raises his hand up, you see him teleport out of your grasp. And he floats in the middle of the air above the, the, the pond that you are in. As he does so, out of nothing, sheathed by a dark purple energy, you see a hand pocked with necrosis and skin that is stretched far too thin rip through space. As it does, it makes way for another and another and another. As, and as fast as you can attempt to count them, thousands of hands have pressed 
through this space and ripped open a shimmering membranic circle. The membrane warbles for a moment, vibrating and churning, and then it pops with a viscous wet A vision of another place explodes above Vintner, and you hear only the sound of blood rushing in your ears. Objects in the room shake and fall to the ground as the edges of this portal phase through the walls, destabilizing their molecular structures at their core. Loose stone and dust defies gravity's caress, falling upwards into the portal. As if you have stumbled upon the discovery that all of the noise in the universe is a lie. The silence in this chamber challenges your belief as to if you were ever able to hear at all. A frail and disfigured arm drifts away from the portal's circumference in the back, and the back of its hand brushes against the wall before frantically twisting fingernails digging into the rock and grasping at it. Loose sparkles of magical energy trickle down the scratches like blood before evaporating as the arm circles to Vintner grasping his forearm and lifting him through the portal. As he ascends through it, he says to a form on the other side, Ma'am, initiate feedback overload at the Eden Complex. It's been compromised. Through the gate's opening, you look upwards to see Vintner kneeling on an immaculately tiled floor, all of him broken and battered, nothing left of, of, his, of his clothing, only this metallical form, shorn face, hair almost ripped out in clumps from above him. Golden Grout bisects the marble squares, and he takes one deep breath, shoulders rising and falling heavily as he bows his head. Quietly, a slender figure, all in white robes with a red sash, stands next to him, facing away from you. A simple golden crown holding her auburn hair back. Her pale hands rest on Vintner's shoulders before leaning over him, unfurling from beneath her robes and a pair of powerful prismatic wings, each feather looking to be an individual piece of stained glass, layers over each other. They cascade over him, illuminating him in a dazzling rainbow reflecting and refracting off his metal form before her wings envelop him in a gentle embrace. The portal above you folds in on itself, hands lashing together across its diameter to pull its outer circumference inwards. As the portal closes, a distorted face seems to open its mouth to wail in an expression of pure pain, yet still it remains completely silent. The purple glow fades as the dust in the room settles, and the lies of the universe fill your ears once more. Shadow, you're sinking. And you're still sinking. Mm-hmm. And you're still sinking. Shadow, Abaddon. You stand in this room, Abaddon, and you observe all around you the, the entirety of this place is shaking. The ground rages beneath you. Shadow, you can feel vibrations in the water as you sink into this lake that you recently tried to pull Vintner into. He teleported away, and you're no longer able to see him, but you know that he ignited some sort of self-destruct on this base. This cavern, in some way, shape, or form, has been exhausted of its patience and is ready to reclaim itself from those who have previously perverted it. You turn back and you look at the ley line, that purple and blue and white energy lancing into the sky, and you see it flaring across its surroundings. The floor gives way to its new state of being and accepts its mutation into something it can be proud of 
once again. A gigantic crack forms in it, splitting you, Shadow, in your water off from Abaddon across the way. Your entire lake starts to spill into the crack that is now forming. The, the water that you have found peace in up until this point mm -hmm. has now been undammed into this entire, uh, this entire crevice that is now occurring. The gigantic crack starts slowly pulling you, pulling you, pulling you in. It grows and grows until it's no longer leapable. The maw of the earth opens wide to greet you, and the heat of the ley line sears the lungs. This place, its memories, and all that it stood for is about to be nothing more than a future generation's archaeological discovery. But right now, if you do not do something, it will become your tomb. What do you do? Can I see Shadow? You see down in the crevice beyond you, Shadow is flailing, grabbing at the wall, trying to fight against the stream of water that has just opened up, a floodgate unleashing into this crevice. He is grasping for what he can. Roll me a strength check, Shadow. Uh, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. 13 is not enough. You, you slowly just start getting pulled into the cavern. The crack is deep. It's incredibly deep. You've never seen something so vast in your life, and Shadow just begins to fall into this freshly made waterfall. If I teleport to him, could I get to him? It'd be, it'd be slim. It'd be close. I'm going to try. You may roll me a... Uh, you know what? Just roll me a d100. Two D10s. Fiona is mine. Oh. 13. You teleport down towards Shadow. You get as close as you can. You touch his shoulder. You grab the edge of it, and it <laughs> slips, and you are both falling deeper, deeper into this chasm as you see the rocks tumbling around you. Both of you need to roll me dexterity checks. Dirk Steady saves, sorry. Uh, 14, 15, 16. You succeed. 21. You succeed. Both of you do meet, like, barely dodge these rocks that are falling down from the sides of this cavern, trying to collapse in on you. Galad comes over to the edge and he just screams down at you, Gwafren! And you see uh, Doroga rush over, grasping at this cloak that he has, just trying to think of something that he can do, like reeling through his mind, trying to look for spells that he can cast, but he has nothing. And uh, it is just you, Abaddon, and Shadow. That's it. What do you do? Can I put a portal in front of us that takes us as high as I can see? Back Roll up. Roll me a D100. Ooh. That's just enough. Uh, you look down towards the ground. You realize that as this is opening up wider and wider, there is not an end. It continues to open. As you, it continues to move and move and move, you see there is magma starting to form beneath you from the rock flowing. As your ears pop 
because the pressure is getting heavier and heavier and heavier in this place. You are lowering, the descent that you have is, is incredibly, incredibly far. You've been falling for a very long time, and as you do so, you see a pool of magma down beneath you as the rock is slowly starting to pool in. Just before the pool starts to collide with you, Shadow, the heat, you can feel it coming off of the magma. A purple portal opens up just beneath you, and you wham, fly directly through it, and slam into the ground. Roll me 66. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so six. Six and six, so 12. Five. Uh, 10. 6, 5, 10. Mm -hmm. So a total of, you take 22 bludgeoning damage as you slam into the ground. Shadow is no longer conscious. Abaddon, as you have done this in the past, you've been able to slow yourself from falling with your portals before by changing the angular momentum that you have. You can portal down through the ground, and then right as you fall through, you cast another portal beneath you, and it pushes you up, and you slowly start to descend, fighting your own inertia as you go down. You're able to get down. Shadow, roll me a death saving throw. It's just a 20. It's a d20. 10. 10. You succeed. That's one successful death saving throw. You walk over to Shadow, and he is not conscious. I do have another Cure Wounds I can cast. You walk over to Shadow, and you 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 look at him. There is nothing your Cure Wounds can do to a construct. Uh, where are, are we up... Back up here? Yeah, you, you're just above. This This place is still splitting in two. And right now, you you just know this place is going to explode. So If I can, yeah. I'm going to open another portal to the place I sent yeah. her. Yeah. And I'm going to you know push Shadow through it. And yep. then um, I will offer the same to his, to Gwathryn. And yep. then, um, or Gwathryn is. Yeah, Gwathryn is, Gwathryn is, is, is him. Yeah. The, yep. um, the brother of Shadow. Galad. And then Galad. Or, sorry, Gwathryn is Shadow. Galad, Galad is, is, is um, the But then I'll stand next to Daroga and I'll ask if he wants to come or if he's going down with his ship. Um, well, how do you say that? You're welcome to come, but if you feel that this is a fitting tomb for you, I will see it as honorable anyway. Daroga turns to you. He kind of like looks over at the ley line and he looks at the crushed tubes that were where him and his sister were able to find life again after death. He turns back to you and he says, I think I've caused your kind enough hurt for one lifetime. I'm going to nod and then bow to him very respectfully and then leave. Okay. You step into this portal. You see him outside and he looks at you and you turn back for just a moment just to, just to see his face as he goes. And he looks at you and he says, I think I've been ready for a long time. Do I have enough time to say something else? Yeah. Find Maxwell. If he's still alive, don't make him go through this alone. His eyes open wide 
And he realizes in this moment that there's a puzzle piece that he didn't account for. And he touches his ear and he just says, Cortex, where are you? And his eyes open wider. And he just goes, No. And the portal <laughs> closes. Shadow is unconscious on the floor. Her, you see him there, and he is just riddled with damage and pain. I, I'm, i of course, crawling over to him. Is he still on fire? Is he still hot? He's still extremely hot, yeah. That's fine. I crawl over to him, and I just say, Shadow, wake up, buddy. I kind of need you right now. And I'll time recovery him. Okay. Uh, it's 1d12. Reversing time on all of the damage that has been done to you, Shadow. You gain eight. eight hit points as time undoes itself. How much You're all conscious here. Uh, you take none because you don't have to touch him for this, do you? You do have to touch him? Roll me a d6, Shadow. I mean, I'm not going to go down. You like, take it's... two hit points. Okay, that's fine. It's hot. Your hands burn. And you, as you release them, there is char that left that leaves his body on yours. You realize there is the armor of war and flicker is burnt into Shadow's body. We'll process that trauma later. It's fine. Are you all okay? Are you okay? Is he dead? No. No, we got out and we did nothing! We got nothing done! Maxwell is gone. All that got out is us. That's not nothing. It's less than we should have. We're out. That's more than anybody else could have done. God and there's a tried. child who will never see day again. Because of what we did, we could have done this better. We could have planned it's better. That's not your fault. They put us here, and that's not we your fault. We don't know that he's dead. Yes, we do. Where was Cortex when we were fighting? Have you known Cortex to be a kind man? And the look, the look on Daroga's face, he's gone. They're all gone. That was a prison full of who knows how many. And we leveled it to not even kill one man. But it can't hold any more. Nobody will ever be held here again. But it is a tomb where so many, so many are going to lie. She puts a hand on your, I guess, arm because she's shorter than you and just says, look at me. We did this. And nobody is ever going to be in this cycle of violence again. I think Maxwell would have liked that. Maxwell would deserve to be avenged. Well, just have to pick ourselves up. And then uh, Abaddon, being this somewhere I have been before, yep. I'm going to kind of retreat to a familiar corner to myself yep. and stop talking to everyone else. You are all in a pocket dimension. Part of Abaddon's powers is being able to open pocket dimensions. That's how 
they get around, right? Um, by floating in and out of these places. Mm -hmm. Right now, you look out. Abaddon, do you want to give us a description of what it looks like here? Um, where we are is, it almost mimics a cottage, but it just the inside of probably the messiest scholar's home you've ever seen. Yes. There's books everywhere. There's dead things everywhere. There's a mess. It looks like they haven't done dishes in five years. It's a wreck. And as you look, you kind of notice there's one window. But if you look out, it it's nothing. It's just the abyss out of this window. You can you can just see that you're nowhere. You're just in this pocket dimension. Hmm. You all sit. You rest. Galad comes over to you, Shadow, and he just says, "We won." But and he kind of looks around. He says. I'm so sorry. And he touches your shoulder where the armor has faded into you from war and flicker, and he just says, I'm so sorry. I didn't think we'd have to go through anything like this again. And he sits down, and he just holds you. And he rests his head on your shoulder, and... At this point, the heat has started to die down, and there's no more damage that can be taken, but he just starts to sob in your shoulder, and as his tears hit your body, you can hear this very faint as they start to evaporate. It's okay. We see our party sitting in a moment of languishing victory. Fights like this are brutal and ugly. People create stories, and when they do so, oftentimes they describe the way that people heroically left, created victory, and, and, sur and surmounted impossible odds, but they never tell the stories of people dying like dogs. They never tell the stories of people losing their minds, sacrificing for what needs to be done. They never tell the stories of what the people, the heroes, have to carry forever. That's what we leave with. As we look at everybody sitting in this space, what do victories cost? What does peace cost?
Hey y'all. Thank you so much for listening this week. We hope you're liking the spliced episodes between both teams. There's so much to cover across Myria right now. A quick moment for shout outs at the end here. Shout out to listener Austin G here. Austin used to play in a D&D campaign with me way back long ago, and he was actually one of the first players to experience Myria. Ever since we ended that campaign, Austin has been super supportive, listening all the time, catching up on the episodes, and sending me lovely words, bringing my spirits up a lot. So thank you so much, Austin. If you would like to be given a shout out, you can also message us here on Facebook and Twitter at Myths of Myria, or send us an email at mythsofmyria at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much again for listening to our podcast. We appreciate you so much. Until next time. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit laspodcastnetwork.com. LAS.